Let's chop it up with your boy Zaz. Hey. Uh, you ready? No chases, you. Hey. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. 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 All right, we want to welcome today Me Fucks and Flea Lord, you know what I'm saying, to the show. Let's chop it up, hosted by Zai. Salute, 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 man, it's good. All right, all right, all right. So what's going on with you? What's happening, Flea Lord? What's happening? Oh, man, man, shit, man. Right now, uh, you know, me and uh, me me Fucks just been grinding hard, man. Uh, Right now, I'm over in uh, Cali. You know, handling some things over there while uh, me fucks take care of a couple things in Boston. So you know, we're just we're just pushing, man, pushing. You know, I got a video, I got a shoot uh with Rock Marshy for Ice Water. You know what I'm saying? Oof. Um, I got a video I'm shooting with TF for uh for one of the songs that me fucks produced as well. Uh, artists out here in um out in out in LA, dope dope artists, dope artists, man. You know, I think the people on the East Coast need to really tune into them. So, you know, we're going to be doing some more work with TF, me and uh, me fucks. But, uh, yeah, man, just going hard at this shit, man. That's it, man. Staying at it. Going hard, and we recognizing every bit of it. Every bit of it, my brother. Appreciate that, man. For real. So, so me fucks, what's going on with you, man? What's happening? Give us an update on what's been going on, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, basically echo pretty much what Flea said, you know, like uh, – been working hard on some beats for a couple of projects we got coming up uh, and I'll, I'll see if Flea you know wants to talk about that later on but no uh, doubt no doubt I'm also working on an instrumental album uh, that's been requested by a lot of people for uh, Pray for the Evil 1 and Pray for the Evil 2 so I'm going to be putting out a whole instrumental album called Ducklings mm. um, okay so be putting out be putting out some sound here pretty soon. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So let's talk about let's talk about your catalog, me fucks, right? Which is pretty extensive, man. With you know, with the way that you uh, go in. So how do you start an album? What's the process of you, you know, setting setting up an album to be able, you know, to to start the production to, you know, everything that me fucks does to to get ready to you know to put that work in. Um, so it kind of, it kind of was different in the beginning. In the beginning, like I would make beats and I would try to just make as many beats as I could and then have like a stash of beats to send somebody. Uh, but that didn't really work. Like it, it worked like, you know, 30% of the time, like Flea would be like, yeah, this one's okay. But like, you know, those other ones, like, you know, I'm not really feeling them. Um, or like, you know, like it would be hit and miss. So like what I started to do is I started to actually like build beats specifically for each artist that I worked with. 
um, and on Flea's project, uh, well, our project, Pray for the Evil, too, like, I really focused a lot on, like, Flea's voice as an instrument, like, over these beats. So a lot of these beats were picked mostly just because they really vibed with his voice as an instrument. That's a good philosophy to have, you know what I mean? Because I understand, you know, honestly, the batch thing, that was back in the day, man. Because you're just sending like a universal batch. You don't know if the person's going to, you know, you know, be intact with that, with, with that, with that type of production. But the way you said it, that's the way you should always do it. You know what I mean? When it comes to production with an artist. So that's a good point. So let's talk about We All Fucks, how that came about. <laughs> Damn, I knew you were going to ask about that. Um, so, like, that's, that's – I do a lot of uh, different types of music. So, like, you know, I do – but it's all got, like, a hip-hop-oriented vibe to it. So, like, before I started getting heavy into hip-hop uh, and, uh, you know, want to give a shout-out to Trill because uh, Trill from Trillmatic uh, Records and Goods, uh, he kind of got me back into hip-hop. But I was producing like a lot of crazy synthesized like trap style uh, beats. And um, I just put out an instrumental album just of like some of the stuff that I've been fucking around with and decided to call it We All Fucks. There (laughs) you go. I'll I'll play off like my own name. Um, And yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. I like the way you did that, though, the way you incorporated, you know, the sounds with, 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 with the hip hop, you know, because to be honest with you, hip hop is is unlimited. You know what I'm saying? Anything could be on, you know what I mean? If it's hot, you know, it's hot. If it goes, if you could flow on it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So so here we go. Let's 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 talk about the pray for evil. The genius of, 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 you know, of the compilation that you guys did between the both of you guys. Wow. I got to praise you guys today. You know what I mean? Thank you. Today, we're going to celebrate you. Me, fucks, we're going to celebrate you, Flea Lord. You guys are doing an amazing job when it comes to the Pray for Evil. How did this come about? How did you guys connect? Um, you want me to answer that, me, fucks? Yeah, you take it, Flea. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, um. I met me fucks um, on one show that I believe me and Conway had in Boston and uh, me fucks and Troy had came out to the show. Um, we had them backstage with us just kicking it because we already had a uh, new trill. We just didn't, um, we didn't know me fucks yet. And we know trill. When I say we knew trill, we, I don't mean as like, we knew Trill as like our best friend type shit. We met him through like social media and, and you know, do a little business here and there. Mm. But um, uh, once uh we introduced, you know, once we got introduced to Me Fucks, um, Me Fucks had uh, you know, me and him chopped it up, and I did a feature for him like I think the same night right after the show. We went to his place and we kicked it, and he's played some beats, and I think I did a feature that same night on one of Conway's tracks that Me Fucks had, and uh, me and Me Fucks just hit it right off like. Um, you know, we chopped it up more and more. Like we start kicking it, you know, and then he's like, "Yeah, I think we should do a tape." So I'm like, "Shit, if, if you want, you know, I'm, I'm with that." So being who you know how I am, I'm I'm so picky with beats, you know what I'm saying? And um, I've been working with you know with, with legends already, 
So uh, once, you know, me and me fucks, we hit it off. We've been chopping it up. And then, you know, he's sending me beats. I really was like, I was feeling some of the beats in the beginning. But I didn't want to just jump on it because they sound okay. I wanted them shits to be great. Yeah. So I pushed, I pushed me fucks to go harder. Like I turned a lot of his beats down and I did that to get the best out of him. He probably was thinking I was doing in the beginning. He told me already. He was like, man, I thought you wasn't fucking with none of my beats. And it wasn't that, you know, when I rap, I look for a specific sound. Um, I don't want to drum on everything all the time. I don't want to, you know, talk about drugs all the time. I don't want to shoot shit up all the time. I just want to talk about my life. So these beats that I pick are basically perfect for these type of stories and me just, you know, shit talking and telling what it is. Um, me fucks with sending the beats and then it's like, you know, he wanted to do the project. So we did Pray for the Evil One and um, I got Conway on there, which, you know, Conway and me fucks, like I said, they already, you know, they're cool as shit with each other and that's how I met me fucks. So, you know, we got Conway on there and then I had G4 Jag do a, uh, a hook. And Pray for the Evil One did so well. It's, it did so well uh, with only seven songs. You know, people were saying it was a project of the year. And I'm like, listen, I don't, we don't make music for people to say that. We just make people, we make music to basically show people that we're not fucking around and that we have a sound that is unique and not too many people have that sound. So we're sharing it. But uh, I don't, we don't, we don't look to be in competition. We're not trying to out brag you. None of that. We're just talking our lives. So the beats that me and me fucks been choosing and, you know, hitting off, it's been great from Pray for the Evil 1 to Pray for the Evil 2, you know, and what we did Pray for the Evil 1, and then a couple months later, we did Pray for the Evil 2, and it was like we sat there and we spoke, and we was like, since we only had Conway on part one, let's show the people how tight we are with everybody in the game. Mm. So let's reach out to these other artists as well, because, you know, I've been working with them, but now, since I'm working with me fucks, and that's my brother, yes. you know, slash business partner, um, just as well as Conway's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Me and Conway did a lot of business. Uh, West Side, same thing with all these guys. Now that I'm doing this with with, uh, with me fucks, excuse me, um, I'm looking to um, build his catalog and his resume. You got artists that work that won't even think about doing that to help the next producer out. They just give a fuck about themselves. Yes. To where me, me and me fuck, we have a bond with each other. And, you know, um, it's like that with everybody I fuck with. There's always positive vibes and, you know, good energy. So that's why I get along with a lot of people. So, you know, like I said, me and me folks, we, we, we talked about part two. And um, throughout the process of part two, we spoke and we was like, yo, we need to get more artists on there. The total opposite of part one. So part one was like, all right, we got Conway in there. You know, that's my brother. And then part two was like, all right, now we're going to shit on you with all these features. Mm. So we gave him 14 songs, you know, 14 songs. We had um, uh, Rap Marcy, uh, Evidence, Etho, Trade of Truth, 38 Special, Keisha Plum. Um, if I'm missing anyone, I apologize. But uh, we had about six or I think it was seven features. Seven features, and uh, we gave them 14 tracks. So people don't say it's seven features and then it's 10 songs. Yeah, 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 because people will try so to... It's just not featured out. So we gave you seven songs of Flea Lord and seven songs with features, only because the first seven songs we had one feature, well, actually two, like I said, with G4 Jack on the hook. Yeah. So, you know, we're just... We're, we're, we're picky on beats because we're looking for a specific sound, me and me, folks. 
And actually right now, so many people has been hitting me about me fucks beats, not knowing that, you know, those are the beats I'm going to take. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Fleet, uh, I could tell, man, that you have this passion, right? This drive. Um, you could just see it, you know. Uh, you could hear it through your verses, um, the way you move. You know, I follow you on Instagram. You love hip-hop, man. You do love yeah. hip-hop. Explain where that drive comes from. I know you dealt with Prodigy, and Prodigy, you know, was there for you, and that must have been a tough time. But tell me, this drive that you have, where's this drive coming from? Oh, man. Um, you know, I just want I want different, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want different for my kids. I lived in the projects basically my whole life. You know, my dad was around um, – you know, he's still around. I just say when he was around because that's when he wasn't doing drugs. Like, my father's a heroin addict. You know what I'm saying? But um, back then when he wasn't fucking around with drugs and, you know, he was a good uh, uh, a good man, a good father, um, I seen the things that we had. And then when my mother passed away and then my father was, you know, fucking up on drugs and shit like that, um, I said to myself, man, like, this ain't it. I can't get adapted to what I'm living in my environment because if I do, what's going to wind up happening is I'm going to end up dead or in jail. So I never really had the love for rap. I was just a big fan of, you know, just the music itself, any genre of music. I just, I love music. So, um, yeah, I, I was saying to myself, like, I, I really like have nothing else. So this is it. You know what I'm saying? I had Prodigy in my corner. He passed away. Uh, changed drugs. A good friend of mine, he was murdered. Um, I always been around hip hop, stack bundles, all these guys, you know, and, uh, I just had a love for it, not knowing that I was capable of doing this myself. And, you know, Prodigy was like, I, I think you should start rapping and take it serious. And I was just like, you know, I, I always got, um, writer's block because I was selling drugs at the time, moving around with a job, being a parent and just doing so much at one time that music wasn't going to be it for me. So I kind of was staring away from it, not knowing that this was going to open up the door for other people to get on as well, because we hold everybody down, you know, in our circle. So, um, yeah, I almost lost the love for this shit, but I, I found it again, you know, on the strength of Prodigy, because I'm like, he wanted me to rap. And if I just gave up rap, I wouldn't be able to tell my story and push Prodigy's legacy. So I really rap for Prodigy. Um, I rap for my kids. I rap for people like me, fucks, you know what I'm saying? Uh, guys that actually are so dope and deserve their shot and probably won't get it. And with this little sucker platform that I'm developing, you know, because it's still not what we want, but it's developing little by little. I share my platform with people that I think take music serious and are and, and, and that are actually dope, whether you're a producer or artist. So, you know, being the fact that this is going on and we, you know, the, the, the drive is there, you know, I got people like me, fucks, I got Pete Rock, I got Buckwell, all these people in my corner, you know what I'm saying, but I actually like to work with people like me, fucks, and uh, Ghost Dave, and God bless, these guys that are not really like, you know, got that much recognition that they deserve, I want to get that recognition for them. Yes, it's only right, and you know what, and I, I could definitely relate on that, because this is the platform that I'm trying to provide you know, for, for, for everything that you just said, man, all the rappers that are coming up, you know, like you definitely want to give them that platform. I used to rap back in the day, man. And I was in there, you know, I was in there and I never had 
that platform where you could get on and people could tell the world about you, right? Yeah. But I'm going to let you know right now, you're being recognized. You are recognized. And just understand that you will be on top. I'm Thank telling you. you right now, because with that drive, brother, ain't nothing going to stop you. Don't ever let nobody tell you no different. You're doing it. You're in there. Just keep going. You know Thank what I'm you, saying? Thank so, you. Appreciate so, that. Me, fucks, what you got to say about the Pray for Evil albums yourself? You know what I mean? I know we just got to run down, but you tell me. I love them. Like, you know, they're, they're two pieces of work that I'm very proud of. Like, uh, when the first one dropped, like, you know, I was ecstatic, man, because, like, you know, I felt like we caught the right vibe. Uh, but when we did the second one, it just got crazier and crazier. Like, like, like Flea said, he expanded my category, like my catalog, like substantially, like before I didn't work with like too many people. And then after that, like I started working with a bunch of people, uh, like trade the truth, evidence, rock Marciano, like, you know, all those people. Those, those actually, those, those tracks that you just mentioned right now, those tracks were insane, man. The way those guys killed it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No problem. Call me, man. I'm over here. Nah, you're fine, man. Don't worry about it, brother. You're fine, bro. You're fine. Don't worry about it. That's that. You know what? That that's why they created, you know, master mixing and all that good stuff. All right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get. I'll take care of all that, brother. Trust me. So, so tell me, uh, me fucks. Is there anything in the works that's coming? Um, Flea, how much can I mention about the... Can we get a break in? Can we get a break in news? Share it with the people, man. Tell them, tell them some great news, man. It's Sunday. You know, thank God we're live. We're man, going hard man. at this shit. Share some great news for the people, man. It's going to church, me fucks. Yeah. So, like, we're working on, we're working on a collaboration project called Lord Mob. And Lord Mob is the new record label. Um, we've got a lot of dope people in mind that we're considering signing to the record label. Uh, but basically, the first album that's going to drop is a collaboration project. Yes. Um, and we got beats from basically myself, Ghost Dave, Ford, and God Bless. Um, and we're going to do three beats each. So we got Lord Mob Beats. And Lord Mob Beats right now consists of those those people I just mentioned and myself. Uh, so we got Lord Mob Beats producing Lord Mob self-titled, which is going to basically just be the compilation album that we do for the record label. Wow. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. And don't forget to mention that um, Peter Rosenberg is hosting Lord Mob. Don't uh, forget I, to mention that, me fucks. I'm sorry yeah. I, if I didn't tell you or or what, but yeah, that's the that's the other good news that we got Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 gonna host the Lord Mob tape, bro. So little that's by breaking, little, man. That's breaking news, man. That is breaking news. There you man. go. Wow. We sharing Just, great news on a Sunday. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. So Flea, let's 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 get back to you here. Yeah. That album with Pete Rock. Wow. The People's Champ. How did that come about? Oh, man. So I did a couple shows, and Pete was, you know, at the shows, and Pete really took a liking to me, you know what I'm saying? Then he did some homework on me, and he's like, yo, kid, we got to work. We got to work. So, um, you know, I'm like, yo, just send the beats, you know what I'm saying? So 
while he was sending the beats, um, there was times where I was with Me Fucks when he was sending the beats, and uh, I'm like, I'm playing it for Me Fucks, and you know, me and Me Fucks were like, yeah, that 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 one is good, and then we, you know, all right, yo, send him, send send a couple more, you know, what I'm saying because it's not like every beat that he sent hit. Uh, same thing with every other produ- producer that we worked with. So um, majority of the time, I try to get up with Me Fucks or my good brother H. My brother Gutter, you know, I have them around and just have them soaking in the vibe with me and just, you know, I, I like to get, you know, what they what they say about the beats as well too, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so me and me fucks, we went over the beats for Pete Rock's uh project and we, we chose about ten joints and um yeah, man, it's, it, that that's a legend, you know, for uh for him to work with us and reach out and wanna work with us, like it, that doesn't happen, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we had um we we had the beats and we just start cooking, man. You know, um, I, I recorded two of them with me fucks, and then I recorded the majority of them all at his uh, studio, Mad Bull Productions, with Big French, who's also part of Lord Mob Beats. But you know, uh, he's like the the overseer, so he mixes and masters everything. You know, um, we got the we got the guys that do beats. Frenchy does beats as well, but I want Frenchy to just stick to mastering our sound. You know, what I'm saying he has that ear. You know, he's he's the big bro. He's older than all of us. And I feel like, you know, what we know and what we're looking for, we bring that to Frenchie's attention. He knows what we're looking for already. So it's like, you know, big French shot, the big French, man. Um, yeah. yeah. He um, knows what's best, you know, man. Pete Rock Project came out. Yeah, it, it came out amazing, man. And, you know, shout out to Pete as well, man. Um, me and me fucks, you know, we went over those beats. And it's the same thing like when me, uh, when me and me fucks work. You know, I just go over the beats and just look for a vibe and, you know, which ones that do hit, I tuck them and just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Um, tell the producer, just send more. You know what I'm saying? Don't get discouraged because I didn't like not one of them. You know, go harder and send some shit, you know? That's perfect. But, That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, in this case, with you know, with Pete Rock and the Buck Wilds and, you know, R.I.P. DJ Shea, you know, me and him got to do Lucky 13 together. Um, Yeah, man, I just feel like it's all about the beats first, the sound, you know what I'm saying? The beats and the sound of the vibe of the beat, you know? I don't, like I said, I don't really like slow shit. I'm not really too uh, hip on um, high tempo stuff. So it's just like, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but- You, you know, know your just, sound, man. It's that I, flea yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, You know what yep, I mean? It's yep. that flea sound. You know, you know what you want, you know what you like, and you know what, yeah. and you know what you could do. So you have the you have it down to a science now that it's it is what it is. You hear it, boom, you get right on it. So let me ask you, how do you get that that setup that you always mesh well with one producer? I see it a recurring thing with you. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I learned that from Prodigy. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying, uh, you know, he mm-hmm. Prodigy's go-to guys was Alchemist and Havoc. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And he stuck with those two guys. Um, in this case, I learned that from P. And um, I like to work with one producer on projects because it's like you push them just as well as they push you. And then you're still you're sticking with that sound. Like this is not someone that's, you know, yeah, he's not going to go out of the ordinary and make some shit like as If I were to put me fucks and uh, just say a B Dawn or a me fucks and um, a, a, a God bless. Like, it's two different sounds, you know what I'm saying? And it's two different waves. So I like to, you know, just in, invent where 
I'll go with this producer and, you know, I know he's fire. So the the thing what's exciting about me working with certain producers is basically pushing them to make that sound. Because now when you go and you listen to these projects and you like, yo, that producer killed it. Well, the producer killed it because Flea Lord pushed him. You know what I'm saying? And not, 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 I don't really hear too many besides me fucks, you know, um, and DJ Shea, me and him, we, you know, he, he said it, you know, God bless his soul. He's like, Flea, you pushed me to make better beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yo, you're picky. He's like, and I got fucking pissed with you, but, <laughs> but your pickiness is what made it better. So I do this with everybody. It's like, I just feel like, you know, when they send me some shit, I don't know if it's being lazy or if you just want to just think, oh, yeah, nah, I can hear Flea on this. And then it's like, you think that. And then I'm like, when I hear it, I'm like, no, the fuck, you can't hear Flea on this. <laughs> this is not what I'm looking for. You got so that I right. push you. I push you. Yeah, I push you. And then it's like every project, you know, would beat wise. And then, I, you know, when I put them in an order, like sonically, I go through the beats, you know, and I put them in an order of the track list. And wow. I do that with everybody I work with. If I work with, a, if I executive produce someone's project like Scott Jesus or G4 Jag or, you know, um, or AM Early, these guys that I executive produce projects for them, their projects went great because they get the the uh, the similar format that I'm using with the sound. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And I and I don't mind helping other uh, uh, other artists that's on the come up because everything ain't always about money. Sometimes you build a relationship and the money will come later. So, you know, um, like I said, with the beats is like I just push these guys, man. I push them. I I'm gonna tell you if you send me some shit that's fire, I'm gonna shit on you. You're gonna kill it. And then you're gonna send me some other you're gonna send me some other shit that's better than that. And then all actually wow, I just said it was not my cup of tea or I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? And I'll still use it later. That was just to inspire you to go harder. To go harder. I like the beat. Yeah, I like the beat, but I said, nah, that shit is trash, bro. Not, and, and I don't say trash, excuse me. I just be like, yo, it's not for me. I didn't. That's not the sound. But then I'll go record on the new shit they send me, and then I'll go back to the one that I said it wasn't good, and I'll fucking demolish it. And it's like, I thought you didn't like that beat. Nice. But it's like, nah, I actually, I didn't think I would, but I actually liked it because you went harder on the other ones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just did that just to show you, like, you got to go hard, man. You got to go hard. Like, I don't get no sleep. I was just up at 5, 6 in the morning in the studio. I was up at 7, you know, earlier during the day in the morning, driving all around fucking San Fran to get over to Cali and then get up with another artist that we're going to sign as well. And he knocked out two uh, features for me and me fucks on me fucks beats. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And it's like, shit, we're, we're, we're building Lord Mob right now, a January project with, you know, Peter, Ro Peter Rosenberg hosting it. And I'm still giving you a project every month on top of me working on other shit. So this is my job. I don't, I don't need sleep. I need money. Yes. I need success. Yes. And with that drive, man, forget about it. I know you pushing everybody the same limit, man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, listen, if you're not going to work as hard as me, you don't need to be a part of Lord Mob. No, no way. You know what no I'm saying? We, we outwork everybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck who's people's favorite rapper. I'm not trying to be your favorite rapper. I'm trying to outwork your favorite rapper. So you've been working, you've been working a lot with the producer 38 Special. And yeah. the mesh that you guys have, it's it's amazing. 
right? So I could just imagine you pushing him. So how did that come about that you ended up, you know, dealing with, with, with him as a, you know, with the producer? With special as a producer, it's crazy because like, you know, that motherfucker is, he's a bar, he's a, he's a bar, he's a bar master. Like special is like, he's, when I, when I talk about like top five rappers, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I can't even say top five, but my top five is basically like, you know, my Griselda brothers, Rap Marcy, uh, 38 Etho, and now, you know, um, TF is, you know, one of my favorite artists as well, too, because this motherfucker is very talented. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I, I try to put myself in their category because they've been rapping for so long and doing it that I'm a fan of them. And I tell them, like, shit, you one of my favorite rappers. I have no problem with telling them that because they put on for this shit before me. I'm only rapping for three years. I've been a fan of this shit my whole life. You know what I'm saying? So I know the sound that we're looking for as, you know, hip-hop heads. Um, so now I'm just, you know, we're creating it. So it's much different. So, you know, building with special, um, Mm. He was sending beats off. Same thing like me, fucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, that that one ain't it. But with, with him, is it's a little bit easier. It it was a little bit easier with Spech more than any producer, I say, because he's a rapper. You can't so bullshit knows, him. Yeah, as a rapper, he knows what beats that rappers are looking for, which is a little bit easier than me working with any producer. But then he has those where it's like, that one's all right. You know, send another one. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it's always like that. Because I got, I have to do that. I can't tell you everything is good, then I'll be lying. Mm -hmm. So I gotta tell you, like you know, um, that one is cool, but I think you could go harder. Send me some other shit. And you know, me and me and Special, we have a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? Me, me and all the guys from upstate. You know, the Pounds, the Black G's, the J Blacks. Yeah, you know, um, Pounds. Uh, lucky, Lucky Seven. Um, uh. It's so many other artists that's, you know, on to come up as well that people don't know that I have relationships with because I'm cool with basically every artist from upstate, you know, and everybody thinks I'm from upstate, but I'm really from the town in New York. You know, I'm from Far Rockaway, Queens, but, you know, wherever I lay my hat at is my home. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So how did that come or, about with the Griselda people? With the Griselda cats, how um, did that get to? How, how did that come about? And there's a lot of love uh, in that in that that whole thing there, man. Oof. Yeah, yeah, I, I met, love. um, same way how we, same way kind of like how I met me fucks, you know, to the shows and all that. The only thing different with Griselda was, um, like, I didn't know nothing about them because I don't listen to no rappers, you know what I'm saying? So when they were shaking the ground, I didn't even hear about them because I, you know, like I said, I don't listen, I don't listen to new rappers. I don't barely listen to rap. I listen to like shit that we grew up on that our parents listened to. Anita Baker and fucking... Uh, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, Luther Vandross, like Al Greens. I listen to shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, <clears throat> keeping the mind clear. You know man. the rappers. Yeah, those rappers that put on. You know, um, I I, t I tap into them and shit like that. But P was the one that told me about Griselda, and um, I still like. I think I listened to Birdie, uh, Conway's joint when I first really like started tapping in and watching this shit, I listened to Birdie and I think it was uh Mr. T on mm. West Side. So those are like two songs that I tapped in and then I'm like, yo, nah, the niggas is fire, man. So they came to visit Prodigy in a house when he was going through a crisis with sickle cell. Um, 
And then we just, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I pulled up one of the people. was like, yo, they here, bro. Bring them some weed, man. Do me a favor. Bring them some weed. You know, they came to visit me in the hospital. So I, I took an Uber at the time when I wasn't driving. I took an Uber, pulled up one of them, brought them some weed. They tried to pay. And I'm just like, nah, man. Like, peace to Johnny family. And then from that point on, whenever they came to New York, I would get up with them. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they would tap in with me like, yo, bro, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Um... And it's been a brotherly bond with all of them. You know what I'm saying? All of those guys, man. I love the niggas like, like shit, if they had my blood-related family. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they gave me a platform basically after Prodigy passed to, you know, was an opportunity for me to go on tour. I didn't get paid that tour. I didn't make shit. I actually spent a shitload of money to get my name out there more. But Griselda gave me that shot. You know, Look they gave did. me light. Yeah, Griselda gave me light, and now I'm taking flight. There you go. 12 there projects, you go. 12 months. I ain't selling Nathan White. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but let me tell you that. Where? Okay, so how did you set that up? What What made you say, okay, I want to put out an album every every month? And then you actually hit us with two in one month. Because I was looking yeah. through the through the new releases because you come right up on my release because you're one of my favorites. So when you came up, I'm like, hold Thank up, you, another bro. album? Thank you. He just dropped one two weeks ago. What What makes you... Yeah do that like what is it like how do you how do you do well, that well actually i dropped it i dropped it one week apart i dropped it 21st and i dropped it 28. oh yeah excuse me yeah you did. One week. <laughs> yeah one week don't take that away from me bro it wasn't two weeks it was one now um you know what it was is basically i i see you know the um the work ethic that con and west put in this shit right so it inspires me you know what I'm saying? And I don't take away no, nothing else from all the other artists that's putting in pain because there's a lot of artists that I can name and they know I got love for them. So I don't take nothing away from them. But Griselda basically opened up the door besides Rock Marcy. Rock Marcy and Griselda opened up the door for guys like myself and everybody else. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because they kept the, they kept the, the tradition of the real hip-hop raw shit alive. It died down. Everything was the South and, and, and Chicago drill music. It was trap and drill until the real came back around. Mm. So nobody, not that they don't care for the, the the trap or the drill sound. It's just, that's not what we grew up on. That's not the hip hop era, you know, um, Cool G Rats, Big Daddy Kane's, Rock Hems. Like that's hip hop. So we're trying to carry that essence of a feel and not go trap and drill. Nothing, not, not, not to take away nothing from the guys because that's a genre of music and I love it as well but it's not for me and it's not what I want to rap on. Now I can drill rap and trap rap too. And I do it sometimes to show people I'm versatile, Yeah. but I'm more, re I'm more of a reality rapper. You know what I'm saying? So what you, you go know, do is that, what you, know, you preach. Yeah. And then basically it's a message for the people because obviously that message is going to help you. It'll help you before, you know, some shit happens or it'll help you cope with some shit after. You know, yes. that's the type of music I make for people. I make that shit that, you know, your hair stand up on your arms and you can relate to it. You know what I'm saying? I make that shit that everybody hit me in my motherfucking DM and I got to take time out for my supporters and fans so I don't leave them on scene because they're showing love to my music. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, yeah, Griselda and Rock Marshy is what made me want to go so hard. And 2020, at, like, around the tour, when I was on the tour with the uh, brothers for uh, What Was Sheen Gun Do Tour, um, I said to myself after the tour, like I dropped the project with me fucks in February while I was on tour. And then in March, the tour was 
you know, basically over. And then it was like COVID hit and all this shit. Um, I said to myself, like, yo, while COVID is hitting, all this shit is going on. I'm not going to get scared and mask up and quarantine. I'm going to call Frenchie and tell him, here goes this bag, nigga. We're not quarantining. We're working. I'm pulling up. It's just me and you. We're not, I'm not bringing nobody with me. You know, before I would bring a couple homies, we smoke weed and we enjoying the vibe of soaking in, um, you know, the uh, the honest of me putting in this pain. But now it's like, I, I don't, I, I can't have nobody come. It's going to be me and French. And then me and French, he gave it as much hard work of, you know, and dedication as much as that I did of waking up early in the morning when I hit him, staying up in the middle of the night mm. and constantly just being available for me when I needed him to record. So French is more in this shit just as much as I am, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I told him the idea that I had to do a project every morning. He was like, yo, fuck it, man. Nobody's ever did it. Do it. So we missed, Jan- we, we, we missed January. But like I said, you know, because I was you know, trying to figure out what was going to go on with the tour, and then I went on tour. But once um, we got back off the tour and I spoke with friends, I reached out to a couple of my homies, and it was like, yo, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. Just don't force it. And and that's one thing I don't do. I, I don't force nothing. Like like I said, when I'm in, in one month, I'm building with this producer, and I'm telling him to send the shit. We got about two weeks to get the beats and get everything recorded, a week to clean it up. And then a week to get it dropped. Got 30 days in a song. You got, yeah, you got 30 days in a month. All you need is 10 songs. So if you did a song every day, that's 10 days. You still got 20 days left to get it distributed, you know, and get it mastered. Get it, get everything. So that's where I'm at right now. Law Talk 3 is is practically done. We're going to drop, me and me folks is dropping Law Talk 3. Any project that I drop now moving forward is going through me and me fucks and through Lord Mom because we're building this brand. So yeah, um, before I would just be like, yo, me folks, I got this project I'm working on. Now it's our project. You know, we're going to take care of every, every producer we work with. If we can buy the project outright and take care of them um, and keep the project for ourselves, that's what me and me folks is doing right now. If we can't buy the project, then we'll just, you know, do the 50-50 split on the streams. And then we'll, you know, um, we'll, you know, generate a bag on vinyls and CDs. And then every project, like, with everybody I worked with this year, um, whether it was a producer or, you know, an artist, like um, I want to say um, I did one with Chase Fetty, um, Mandatory Respect. I like that. That was nice. Every project that I did with someone, yeah, whether it was a producer or artist, I broke it down 50% to the vinyls and CDs. I take my reimbursement money back and then we break the vinyls and CDs and then the streams, we break it down the middle as well. So, you know, um, it's wow. not like you're going to make a shitload of money with Flea, but you're going to get recognition and you're going to make money. You're going to make money. You're not going to sit money. there, put this project together, together and don't make no money. You're going to make money with me. Whether it's 5000 whether it's 3000 you're getting some, you know, money for your craft, what you work hard for. To where if you did it yourself, majority of the time it's hard to make money on your own if you're not tapping with the people that's supporting you. Wow. So it's like if me fucks dropped a project today and no one know me fucks, he wouldn't get no sales. But then me fucks hits flea up and now you know, now we're cross networking the fans where your fans share with my fans and they both they both tap into each other now. Um you do the cross network and now me fucks do a project with flea. And now it gets a little bit more recognition because Flea and Me Fucks collab. 
Mm. It brings all the fans and artists together. So that's why I like to do the collab joints with, you know, whether it's an artist or a producer, because it just cross networks our fans. It shows the unity amongst us, you know, and it shows that basically, um, it can it, it, it can be another way besides uh competition, you know, friendly competitions with each other. Cause that's what it is. If a motherfucker right now, there's motherfuckers that I love and basically are in secret competitions with Flea because Flea is dropping a project every month. Man, he killing him, but fuck that nigga. It's fuck that nigga because why? Because I'm doing what I gotta do and I'm prospering and I'm leveling up. But throughout the process, people have a little bit of jealousy in them because they never want to see someone prosper just a bit more. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and, and it's a lot of people because it's just some shit that like men go through. Like if someone's doing a little bit better, sometimes they don't know about praising that man and saluting him. They look at him and it's like, damn, I got I to gotta get it like that. When you can get it better. But listen, you don't got to get it like that. Get it better. I was talking to... Uh... To G Casino, right? And he praises you, uh-huh. brother. He says, I want to be crazy. I want to be flea lord status in a couple of years. That's what he said. So that's wow, what I mean. Man. The Buffalo Cats, they if you get if, if you're in there, it's all love, man. It's it's all love. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about yeah. drum drum work. Ah, drum work. That's that's Conway's um basically like his label you know i believe he's doing a, a, a label with drum work and you know um you know he's more focused on himself right now you know and 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 i get that you know what i'm saying like that's what you're supposed to do that's what we're doing with lord mom conway's my brother for life um so me and him we we have something where you know i can definitely you know sign paperwork with drum work right now but i wouldn't do that because of all the hard work i put in on my own Yes. You know what I'm saying? But anything with drum work, you know, anything with Conway, anything with Wes, anything with Benny, uh, even Armani Caesar, like she's down with the gang, you know, uh, Keisha Plum. Anybody that's from Griselda, the camp, the family, those are my brothers for life, my sisters for life. You know what I'm saying? Um, So being that Con has drum work and, you know, they got the Griselda, the BSF, I jack it all. You know what I'm saying? Because I want people to see that I support shit that I like. Yes. I don't support it because they're my family. I support it because I like it and they're my family. And I'm not afraid to show people that I will post your shit and not worry about you posting mine. Because that's not what this is about. It's not tit for tat. I post what I want on my gram. You post what you want on your gram. You don't have to share a motherfucking thing for me because I know the love is there when we around each other. Yes. Now, with the with the Instagram, people get caught up with it, and they're like, oh, they don't follow me back. Oh, they never show no love. But when you meet up with them, it's love, right? So then what the fuck you worry about Instagram? This is fake. Real life shit. This is what we live. What you live. You, you got caught up that in the right. wrong thing. So, yeah, I don't really be on it like that with, like, with certain people that don't repost my shit. Because there's a lot of people that do. But you can't think about it like that. You just got to go hard, man. Go hard and do what you think is best. If you posting up everybody's shit and the people see it and they don't see people reposting your shit, the people are going to like you more. They're going to see that you showing love and it's not reciprocated. Man. You got so, that right. Why would you do that, man? Fuck them niggas. Why are you supporting it? Because I like it. It's not because like I'm looking it. for people to repost my shit back. I get reposts. I don't care about who reposts my shit or not. What I care about 
is supporting shit I like. That you like. You got that right. So, so listen, was there a time that you remember that you could tell us a story that you go back and sometimes you think about it and you're like, man, I can't believe that happened to me in the industry. Is there a story that you could share with us today? Um, yeah, I could share a story. Um, basically, you know, when Prodigy was alive, he had a little situation with Saigon and, um, I never met Saigon. And in fact, after the situation had happened with Saigon and Prodigy, I hated him. Mm. I hated him because you, you, you know what I'm saying? You got problems with Prodigy. Like that was my favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think Prodigy should not have had any type of little, um, fake beefs with niggas like Saigon or, you know, True Life or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all niggas was not on my niggas' level. He's godly. He gets, he, he can get into, you know, uh, rap beef with Jay-Z because that wasn't real beef. It was rap beef. When me, when me and Prodigy seen Jay-Z, Jay-Z toast with Prodigy. I was standing right there toast with them. I'm, I'm nobody yet. Nobody knew Flea was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I was just there holding Prodigy down. And I got to toast with Hov. Beyonce, uh, Lance Stevenson. I never forget that day because mm-hmm. I was just like I was in shock that here is Prodigy and Hove, where they were just fake beefing with each other in this rap shit. But then you go and they talk about yo, you know, it's just music. This shit ain't real life. Mm-hmm. And that's what Hove and P was talking about. And I'm sitting there soaking that in. So like you know, um, when P had that situation with Saigon, I'm like, you know, I'm young and I'm hot. I'm young and hot. And my homies called me and was like, yo, Saigon is over here. Young and hot, ready to go. I went over there and I was about to really do something stupid. And I thank God I never did. Because till today, I like if I do meet Saigon, um, it's love. We're grown. You know what I'm saying? I was young and dumb. And I was moving off of my friends telling me, like, Prodigy had a situation with Saigon. We need you to handle it. And thank God I never handled it because had I did, Maybe I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't know if I was a rapper or what, or sharing my message. Um, I wouldn't be pushing Prodigy's legacy. Um, I wouldn't have been here if, when Prodigy passed. I wouldn't have went to his funeral or nothing. I just would have shot somebody for Prodigy and went to jail. Yeah, Because that's, that. that's what was going to happen. I had a gun on me and all that. And I was 19 with fire in me. And I'm like, oh, you snuff pee? Like, <sighs> on some, like, dumb shit. But I'm a grown man now, and I'm just glad that that didn't happen. And like I said, I can tell you that story because that's the honest truth, what really happened. Like, um, Saigon didn't know it was going to happen to him at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I would never, there's nothing, there's nothing to brag about now, but when I was young, that situation had happened and it, Saigon didn't even know. How about that? If he hears this, if he hears this, he would know, um, I never really like, you know, I try not to talk about that stuff because, you know, it's, it's old shit, you know what I'm saying? But. He's blessed. He's a family man. I'm blessed. And my yes. brother's in heaven blessed. You know what yes, I'm saying? But great. that yeah. was a story, basically, me being young and just being a fan of the culture and some shit that happened. And I wanted to show how dedicated I was to the culture to hold my brother Prodigy down, which was my favorite rapper besides Nas and Hove. You know, mm. I fucked with Hove, Nas. Of course, Biggie and Pox, but they died so young that we didn't get to really, you know, uh, tap in with their sound. But Hove been here for so long. P was here for a while. Um, Nas, he's still here. So it's like you, those are my favorites. You know what I'm saying? And nice. there's more. But those three right there is what moved me as a young, 
as a young man and helped me mature. So like, you know, P being my favorite rapper and then becoming my best friend. Oof. Shit, I didn't give a fuck who that. it was. I was going to gun at you. I was going to gun at you. You know what I'm saying? That was amazing. That was amazing with that, man. So tell me, so the, the rest of the year, so you got one with Havoc coming, right? Harry Fraud? Yeah. Right? What are the other yeah. ones? What other ones you got um, coming? Law Talk, Law Talk Trilogy, which is the end of this month. Okay. Um, you know, I gave him Law Talk 1 in 2017. That was my first body of work. I gave him Law Talk uh, 2 in 2018. I took off the Law Talks for 2019. Like, I took a year off for that just so I can come back stronger with this one. This one is 10 songs, but now I'm more developed as an artist. I have Ransom on there, Etho, and Conway. Just three features, but 10 tracks. A trilogy, excuse me, a trilogy to close out the Law Talk series. That's at the end of this month. Me and Etho got Rock America. It's fully produced by Etho. That's dropping in October. Mm. Um, like you said, the Havoc joint, fully produced Havoc joint coming in November. And then I'm giving them the Harry Fraud for Christmas. And then coming into January for 2021, Lord Mob is dropping the project with me, TF, Etho, G4 Jag, and a couple of other artists that, you know, basically are tight with TF, tight with Etho, tight with G4 Jag. I want to involve some of their entourage, you know what I'm saying, with the production from Me Fucks, Ghost Dave, God Bless, and Ford. And then, you know, the mixed master and the overseer, Big French, coming involved. And then we just got a mob of niggas. That's why it's called Lord Mob now instead of loyalty of death. We wanted to take the death off and don't carry death. Because with everything that's going on in this world, motherfuckers dying left and right, it don't need to be loyalty of death. No, it needs to be don't. Lord Mob because we're all mobbing up with each other and we're getting stronger and stronger. All Lords, man. All Lords. That's it. That's so, it. So, so tell me. So if there's three things that you could tell an upcoming artist right now, producer-wise and artist-wise, what would it be? Uh, producer-wise, I mean, um, I would say, shit, just uh, stay off um, Instagram. Stay, stay out the way. Find your sound. Find your sound and, you know, get batches of tens put together. Right, and then go through those beats and make sure that that ten is solid. Because if it's not, then you eliminate it, and you narrow it down. And then you, you know, you get that batch ready for some of these artists to fish. Don't look for no money coming back. Look for recognition. You hustle. Your hustle is basically what you generate money on. This is not your hustle. This is your craft. Mm. Your craft only makes money after about three, four years of you going hard, and that's going hard. Now, if you're not going as hard, it's going to take longer. So, you know, with the producers, I say get your batches ready, sit on them, and then reach out to, you know, some of these artists that, you know, you can reach out to. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's some that accepts beats all, all the time, like myself. Um, but, yeah, reach out and, you know, stay hungry and stay off Instagram as far as posting and, you know, putting yourself out there and fucking flooding your timeline with a bunch of bullshit. Stay off the timeline. Soak in whatever you see that's gonna motivate you and lock in. On the, on the on the on the artist side, the artist side, you gotta get CDs, you gotta get vinyls, you gotta get cassettes, you gotta get merch, uh, t-shirts or something, and your streams. 
it's five ways to get money on your project. It's not just release it on iTunes and you're fucking lit. No, nobody's going to stream your shit. You're going to make pennies. So you go and get vinyls. You go and get CDs. You go and get tapes. You go and get fucking some shirts and hats. Make some money off your art as an artist. Producers could do the same thing, but the producers basically, their job is to make beats for these artists to get that recognition. So another thing with the producers, I say, is make sure that when you do give these beats out, Make sure that you get recognition more than like more than money. The money is your job as a man is to get it on your own too. Music is not gonna do that, you know, um at, at this time right now. Yeah. You know, your beats ain't gonna do it, your lyrics ain't gonna do it. It takes time. So you 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 get on your hustle, but you stick to your craft. Stick to your craft. How about you, me fucks? What you gotta say about that? What's your input on that? Um, like I've got, I mean, I pretty much echo everything Flea said. Like, I mean, that's pretty, pretty spot on. Like from an artist standpoint, I don't really have a word like, you know, to, to speak on that, but from a production side. Oh, you, you can, you can, because you, uh, you know, all the bullshit Flea Lord goes through. I'm in here all the time, calling every morning. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, from a production side, like, you know, exactly what Flea said, like, you know, work on work on building a bag of beats that you think are like your gold box beats, you know, and try to link with artists that are up and coming, right? Like, you got to have a good ear for artists that you know are going to, like, blow up, like, you know, and, and get recognition and, you know, and ask for that too. Like, you know, if you give out beats for free, just ask for recognition. Just, you know, ask for like a shout out, like at the beginning of the beat. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's the way to do it, man. Like that's, that's how every producer has done it from day one. Right. Like, or you link with an MC, right? Like you link with an MC and you say like, look, we're going to create like a a group kind of like Gangstar or like, you know, esoteric and LP, like, uh, you know, create a group. But like, you know, that is true, man. Yeah. 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 That's about, that's about all I got to say on that, but definitely, definitely. So we're going to take it out with this. So, you know, here we go through albums, we go through careers, we go through future endeavors and we go through health. What does flea Lord and me fucks do on an everyday basis to stay healthy, to be able to grind the way you guys do? Shit. Uh, with me, um, I would say, um, I don't really drink no more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my, my drinking days are over. So um, I'm watching that. You know what I'm saying? I smoke a shitload of weed. But um, I drink tea and water to substitute for all the weed I smoke. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to keep your body, you know, uh, running with fluid. You know what I'm saying? Because if you smoke weed, you know, we all get the cotton mouth. And the next thing you know, you're fucking, you can't even say a word because your shit is like, ah. Yeah, stuck. It, it gets stuck on your. So, t- stuck. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, um, yeah, man. I, I, I fuck with a lot of uh, vegetables. You know, what I'm saying a lot of fruits and vegetables. Um, not too much white. You know, what I'm saying no, no sugar, no salt, no rice. You know, what I'm saying um, do a lot of salad. You know, little grilled chicken here and there. Um, yeah, take my vitamins. You know, do, do you know uh, get some vitamin C in you. You know, what I'm saying get some vitamin D. Get some source of sunlight. You know, um. Yeah, I just, you know, watch this, watch the drinking, stay away from the pills, stay away from the heavy drugs. And um, like I said, stay away from the white, you know, no salt, no sugar, shit like that. 
and just, you know, eat a lot of greens, man. Eat a lot of greens and smoke a lot of greens and you'll be all <laughs> There right. you go. There you go. <laughs> so that's, that's Flea Lord's take on that. How about you, me fucks? Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the heart pumping, right? So it's like going on walks and like going on hikes and shit. Like that's, that's pretty much what I do around here. Um, you know, elderberry was something I was put on to too. So like, you know, I, I take some elderberry. Uh, nice. So that's, yeah, that's about it. I'm, you know, me fucks doesn't do too much. I don't, I don't go to the gym or nothing like that. I should. Uh, I should. Uh, but, you know. There you go. My boy. There you go. I went on a couple of those walks with him, man. I went on a couple of those walks. Me fucks to have you fucked up with those walks, man. I needed my asthma pump. Like, nigga, I felt like I was running. What the fuck you doing with me, bro? Oh, man. That is funny, man. But listen, yeah, guys, yeah. it was a pleasure. God bless both of you guys. You guys Likewise, are doing brother. amazing work. Um, I definitely want to keep you. in contact with you. Um, I'm going to give my information to me fucks and he could, you know, put it to you. Um, yeah. I, I definitely want to do something with you guys um, on the side so we could talk about that. Um, yeah, man. You know, you know, every project we got coming out, you can hit us because um, every project that does drop from here on out, me fucks is involved. You know what I'm saying? Me and me fucks is involved with doing business and, you know, um, yeah, man. So whenever I have a, if a project, you see a project drop, man, you definitely uh, hit us up and we'll jump on and do another interview. And me and me fucks are just, you know, give niggas a rundown of what we're doing again and again and again. Again and again and again. That's what I'm talking That's about. It. Well, it's Let's Chop It Up, Flea Lord and me fucks, and we out of here. Peace. Peace.